Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get ready for winter driving at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers with super deals on tires, including up to $200 on new Goodyear tires, plus oil changes, brakes, batteries, and more. For value and savings, click on GoToDobbs.com today. Let's go out to the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line. Happy to be joined by Dan McLaughlin, host of Scoops with Danny Mac. Weekdays from 10 to 11 o'clock right here on 101 ESPN. Dan, how you doing, my friend? I'm doing great. How about you guys? Uh, We're doing fantastic. So let's start with the broadcast because baseball is officially back. And I'm curious for your perspective on this because I was reading yesterday about what your job could potentially look like when things return. It seems to me, and you can correct me if I'm wrong on this, that the home broadcasts are just going to be as usual for you guys. But what happens whenever you go on the road, when the Cardinals are elsewhere, what's that going to look like for Danny Mack? Well, everything's up in the air at this point, at least to my knowledge, because I have not been told anything. I I don't know. Um, I'll take my my best guess with this. Uh, I would think that at home that we would be in the home broadcast booth, socially distanced. Um, I don't know what the radio broadcast would do. Now, I can tell you I have read... And again, this is unofficial. This is what I've read, and maybe you read the same thing. So correct me, BK, if you've read the same thing Mm -hmm. or or what you're seeing too, because I know fans are curious about this. I've read that there would be roughly about 40 media members at the ballpark. Have you seen that too? Yeah, same thing. Yeah, so that would include writers. That would include cameramen and women. um, That would include the photographers. That would include your broadcasters. So you start adding it up. Um, that's that's going to get you around 40. Now, <clears throat> if we go on the road, the radio broadcasters, my understanding, would have the potential to go on the road. <clears throat> and uh, the home uh, television broadcasters would then uh, be on uh, at their home ballpark. And then the visiting uh, broadcasters for TV would stay at home. Now, I don't know if they would be like if the Cardinals were in Chicago would that mean that we're doing the game off a monitor at Bush Stadium or if we're at Ballpark Village or we're at some studio? I have no idea how that would work. And we do it off what would be a world feed. And then the director would try to cut the game, meaning what you would see at home would be a 50-50 telecast. So what you'd see would be 50-50 of Cardinals people and Cubs people. And we just are at the discretion of what the director shows us and we try our best i I don't know um the way that a lot of times it happens with a world feed is that if you have a world feed you kind of follow the action as much as you can uh the director is working so you have a world feed director you you have a director for the cubs you have a director for uh, and a producer for both sides and then you have one camera that's kind of used for both teams, meaning that that one camera is basically there to listen to the announcers. And if we're talking about Paul DeYoung, then you can go to that camera to continue to show Cardinal-centric stuff, if that makes sense. So you try to make it as much of the hometown feel as you can for that hometown audience. 
But at this point, again, I haven't been told anything, so I'm kind of just waiting and see like everybody else. Yeah, Danny, it's obviously it's not a situation where they would forego the road broadcast, certainly because of contractual obligations with a number of different people, but also you're going to want to make sure that your fans, especially right now in these times where, as of right now, there's no fans that'll be in attendance, so you're going to want to keep the fan engaged as much as possible, and obviously the, the broadcast is a huge part of it. Yeah, I think um, when fans are wondering whether or not, you know, whether or not we travel with the or if they pick up a paper and they say, now, wait a minute, you know, the, the hometown broadcasters are not traveling with the team. That, that doesn't necessarily mean we're not going to do the games. I, I think that may mean they're trying to limit the exposure as much as they can at the stadium and with the players and with the traveling party. Uh, of those particular teams. So what that would mean then is that we do the games. It'll be as much of a hometown feel that that we can make it. And we'll try to do the games as best as we can with the announcers, with the graphics, and also trying to satisfy whatever con, you know contracts that we may have, I'm sure, with our sponsors. I, I think that's part of it, too, trying to recoup some of that money that we best can in those 60 games. I also don't know about what may happen, like, let's say, on a a Fox Saturday baseball. Does that mean that Fox Midwest would be out for those games and the Cubs then, their broadcast is out for those games and it's only going to be on, let's say, Fox Channel 2? Or does ESPN on ESPN Sunday Night Baseball have exclusivity for that game? I, I don't know. I think those are all questions that have to be determined Really soon, probably in the next you know week or so, if not sooner, I'm sure it's stuff that's been talked about as we go forward. But um, those those questions will be answered shortly. And you know, the bottom line is, I think we're all just excited that there's the potential, and I, I say potential that we get baseball back because I, I'm just not sold that it's a slam dunk yet. It's it's going to be tough to pull off. There's still a lot that needs to be done. We're talking with Dan McLaughlin joining us here on Ribs and BK on 101 ESPN. Dan, if there is baseball, and we talked about this a little bit ago about Dylan Carlson, who I think is maybe the most fascinating figure <laughs> of the 2020 season, regardless of if it was shortened or the full length season. At this point, Dan, from your perspective, do you believe that the 60-game season means that there's even more urgency to get Dylan Carlson on the field, or do you think it's just business as usual for the Cardinals? What are you expecting on that? It's really one of the biggest question marks, if not the biggest question, going into this season. And and I think every organization has to ask themselves, how do you value this season? Is the season of 60 games a valuable season and a legitimate championship season to your organization. And if it's legitimate, then Dylan Carlson, in my mind, is a part of this team because the, the you have to ask yourself, how long of a leash does um, Tyler O'Neill and Bader and Fowler, uh, Lane Thomas, how long is that leash with those players? Because the, the, the start of this season is a sprint. It's not 162 games. So if it was 162 games, you give those guys a month or you give them six weeks or you give them two months to to find it and to get into a rhythm and to see what you have. And if they perform, they play. If they don't, then you make that adjustment and Dylan Carlson, if he's performing in the minor leagues, comes up. And who knows? He may have made the team out of spring training. We don't know the answer to that question. Um, Now, if he has a very good camp, 
2.0, if you will, uh, you, you pretty much know what you got anyway. Do you start the season with him? And I, I think it's fascinating to see like teams like the Cardinals, and it's not just uh, Dylan Carlson. It's Cody Whitley, who has got nasty stuff out of the bullpen. Um, it's Zach Thompson, who is a very good lefty, who was their, their first-round pick a year ago that has not made uh, a major league debut yet. At what point do these guys have an impact with this year, or are you even considering it? But these teams, like the Cardinals, like Tampa Bay, like San Diego, that are rich in their farm systems in particular spots, do you bring them up this year? Is it worth it? And each individual indiv- individual team is going to have to answer that question. And I do find that very fascinating going into the season. Danny, look, uh, we finally have this agreement, uh, at least for now, in place with the owners and, and the players. Basketball seeing a number of players opt out right now. They're like, yeah, you know what? Not worth it. Not doing Disney World. Not going into the bubble. Now, that's always been a question during this long negotiation is what will some of the Major League Baseball players do? And, of course, Mike Trout's name comes up because of uh, the pregnancy of his wife and his firstborn coming up. And we wish him nothing but the best, certainly. But what do you think is going to happen as we get closer here? Do you think we're going to get a, even a small percentage of players and you know that opt out? And what caliber of that player will be opting out? Will it be the superstars or will it be maybe some of the smaller guys that you know just can't afford the risk of it? Well, I would say that if you're at risk because of health, uh, a big one that comes to mind, I, I think, is Jordan Hicks. Now, Jordan Hicks is diabetic. And he's coming off a of Tommy John surgery. So that's kind of a double sword. Is it really worth it this year to do it because of a shortened season and being diabetic? I, it's a valuable question, and it's a very important question that only he can answer and the club. I think there's a responsibility by the club and by him to answer that question. I do think we're going to see the majority and a very good majority of the players report because of the service time aspect of reporting. I mean, service time in baseball is a big deal. Service time gets you closer uh, to free agency. Free agency, as you know, Jamie, and, and being a professional athlete, that's big money. And baseball is flushing cash in a normal season. So I do. I, I think we're going to see guys do it. You know, you're playing baseball for two months. You get a year of service time. You make a little money. Absolutely. I, I do think we're going to see a lot of guys report. We're talking to Dan McLaughlin joining us here on Ribs and BK on 101 ESPN. Dan, you kind of mentioned you're not sure for with 100% certainty that we're going to see a baseball season. What's your biggest question remaining? We now have the agreement in place for both the health and safety and what the return to play plan is. What's your biggest remaining question for baseball? Well, my, my biggest question would be is if you had a, a major outbreak um, on a team and not necessarily in spring training, because I think, and I hope I'm wrong about this, but just when players report, uh, if we have a number of positive tests, uh, how that's handled by baseball, meaning and, and just what it means, you know, to the fans, to those players, most importantly, you know, that they get back healthy and, and, and the safety protocols and, and what it's like. Um, but once we get into the season, so you, you have, let's say, five or six guys that test positive, how that is handled. And I mean like a lineup. Like let's say, you know, major players get it. Um, and when I mean major players, I mean position players. So you're taking out a 
for argument's sake, a two, three, four, five, and six guy in your lineup. I mean, collectively, you know, what does that mean? Um, now, you, by this example of what we've got, of what we're seeing, there should be players that are there on your 40-man and taxi squad and available players to go pick up to replace them. But there is the competitive nature of the sport to have your best players out there or at least have major league players out there. I think that's a question mark. Um, that that would be my, my biggest concern with this. I, I think when you look at the NBA, and if you had that, and you're in a competitive nature of the playoffs, that's a major concern. But yet, maybe your risk is mitigated a bit because you're in a bubble. Same thing with the NHL. Well, Major League Baseball isn't doing that. You're in the, uh, uh, you know, in the midst of the general public, and maybe that is going to be tougher to try to handle. And as you're dealing with this, you're, you're relying on your teammate to be responsible for two months. Don't go out. Be responsible. Stay in. Don't be lax. Um, you know, you're, you're counting on each other. It's, it's going to be tough to do. So back to the original point, just if you had a major break on your team and you're out five to seven days, then you have the two negative tests to be brought back in. How major league teams handle that uh, and what happens on the field? That, to me, is my major concern. It's going to be fascinating to watch, and I hope that we get an answer in the positive direction to all of these questions that we were able to actually see a champion crowned this year. Dan, we look forward to it, man. We'll see you tomorrow morning. Thanks so much for hopping on with us today. Always good to be with you guys. Thanks.